0: Look, just take action you know it, there's a lot of people out there and have been over the past year especially wondering what to do what should I do how should I do it I don't really know I'm lost well just do something if that means volunteering at an animal shelter go and volunteer to, to then have a purpose a reason to get out of bed a reason to go do something and engage with people I mean I, I was I was for example, I was volunteering myself at an animal shelter when I was in my reflection period and I'd given everything up and I'd be walking the, the dogs for three and a half, four hours. But at the ta- at that time, I was listening to podcasts. So I was learning and I was reflecting and that really set up my day. So I was energized. I would then head back to my my desk and I would be focused and energized for the day ahead. So take action, whatever whatever it looks like, take some sort of action, some form of action. Don't sit back and wait for the right opportunity to come along because it will often pass you by and you won't realize it was the right opportunity.
1: Welcome friends to The Entrepreneur Speaks. I'm your host, Kofi Anumedu. Each week, I host an amazing entrepreneur on their journey, successes and challenges. It is my hope that we'll learn from their experiences as we all work towards living a life of passion and purpose. Welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneur Speaks. My name is Kofi Animedu. My guest today is an entrepreneur and multiple business owner with an infectious energy and zest for life in everything he does. James Ash has a wealth of experience in public speaking, presenting, business mentoring and confidence coaching. James is my guest today on The Entrepreneur Speaks.
0: Welcome to my show, James. How are you doing, mate? I'm so pleased to be here. We've tried to do this for a while now and uh, so it's it's nice to be finally sat down and and, uh, and chatting with you. So thanks for having me on. It's, it's awesome.
1: All right, then. It feels good to have you on this. Let's let's kick off our conversation by you telling us a bit more about yourself and how your childhood was like.
0: Right, okay. So um well, a bit about myself, multiple business owner as you've said, um entrepreneur, um Infectious energy, which is essentially ADHD, attention, hyperactive, uh, attention deficit disorder. I think I got that right. So I have a a lot of energy and inner drive um, to be doing a lot of things often, most of the time. Um, But yeah, which is interesting, uh, because looking back at my childhood with that, um, it was, yeah, it was an interesting time. I needed to be active school uh, in terms of the the schooling system, um, which you often find for entrepreneurs. Um, especially in the UK, the schooling system doesn't uh, accommodate entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial um, individuals. Uh, essentially, you know, generally speaking, the schooling system uh, educates kids and students for uh, to to go into employment. And of course, entrepreneurs don't really fit that mould. They th- we, we we think very differently. And so, looking back at at, the ch- at my childhood, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Sport and the the uh, the ability to play sport uh, every break time and lunch time and have sports classes uh, three or four times a week. I think I would have gone insane. Really, it, it was a big struggle school for me. You know, confined into four walls and being educated in a very general um, way that everybody else is educated. Um, I, I struggled with that tremendously. So, um, so yeah, it was an interesting time, childhood. Um, but I used to find myself. Doing anything and everything, uh, physical activity, something to keep me busy. I mean, I would be. I'd leave. I'd have breakfast and leave my house in the morning on weekends, and I'd catch up with friends, and I wouldn't return until uh, until the sun was setting, uh, until I had to be in. So I would skip meals so I could play football and play with my friends. So I was incredibly active as a child, and essentially that hasn't really changed going into adulthood. To be fair. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So so let's let's now talk about your businesses. Um, tell us mm-hmm. about the businesses you've been engaging.
0: Is that current day or like actually my business journey, Kofi? What would you like to know?
1: Um, let's start off with what you are currently engaging, and later on we could look at those you've done in the past. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So so modern day, we have a digital media marketing agency called Pink Media, and that's pink with a Q, not a K. So Pink Media. Yes. And essentially, we, uh, we, we've done a variety of things since we started. In the, um, in the August of, gosh, what was it, 2019, it was, we, we officially started so uh yeah new business and we've we've done a variety of things from social media marketing social media management um designing of graphics and uh, video recording video editing photography um to hosting seminars supporting um events uh so a a range of, of of areas and that's really led us to current deal with the agency that we're we're actually focused in on the podcast route so we 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 have our own podcast that we've we've been running now with 75 plus episodes and we've reached uh, over a quarter of a million people in 86 countries um and uh and that's called the business lockdown and um, so that's been amazing speaking with uh, a host of uh, a wealth of entrepreneurs and wealth coaches fitness coaches um We've had Buddhist nuns and psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, a real wide range of individuals and group uh, recordings with that. But we found ourselves actually then taking everything that we've learned and and helping others. So we've we've worked um, professionally with people building their personal brands and their podcast journeys. So then we provide editing and we uh, we provide subtitles and create um, cue cards and inspirational visuals for their channels. Um, And we also I also coach people as well in terms of how to best place themselves for guests on their podcast. I mean, even I couldn't help myself when we first connected, I I naturally found myself doing that with with yourself. We were we were talking uh, um, uh, on a number of uh, fronts in terms of the podcasting world and things that I've uh, bits of advice that I've picked up along the way. And I just have this, you know, this need to to try and help people as often as possible um so we've got that one when we had we well we still ha- officially have a skincare brand called okasan which is a japanese skincare brand for the pregnancy market um however with covid hitting um you know we just had to shelve that literally because um the i guess this not only the skincare market um became a lot more a lot more apprehensive about purchasing um, oils and and products to put on their bodies. Um, but that was even more so with the pregnancy market, you know, so, so under normal circumstances, um, people are are very cautious about what they put on their skin whilst they're pregnant. You know, you throw the pandemic in and it's certainly early days when everybody thought it was, I guess, so much more, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's a serious situation, of course, but when it first hit, nobody knew what we were dealing with. Everybody feared the worst. So we just had to put the brakes on with our skincare brand. Um, so, the, yeah, that, that was at play. And then I also have an um, electronic music um, event um, company called Elements, and I'm also a DJ under that company and uh, i'm uh, i'm really proud to be one of the the kind of directors the the core members with that but again with the music and the events industry that came to a, a grinding halt we had a a big asian tour last winter in japan and vietnam and thailand and uh, the philippines to name a few countries and of course that whole, that all came to a, a halt as well so we've we've found we've, we've pivoted a lot we've had to adapt and change what we do and how we do it and i think most people can can really relate to that um but also it's not been a surprise um with my network i surround myself with with successful driven positive people and when covid hit it it wasn't a surprise that my network didn't didn't sit down and 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 um, and and be told what to do by by their governments. It was like right, stand up and be counted, and and explore what opportunities are out there and how we need to be flexible and how, how we need to adapt our businesses. Um, and so that's been a, a really big thing at play, not only with with businesses but also personally um, as well. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, we wouldn't have started our podcast as we did. We procrastinated for a year, so we. We delayed, we, I think we bought, we went through three different sets of different equipment. Uh, we questioned who our audience might be, um, what topics we would talk about. Would it be lifestyle, travel, business, you name it, and um And then the pandemic hitting, we were, we was like, right, we need to connect with as many people as possible, but more importantly, we want to connect as many people together as possible. And the podcast uh, was the obvious choice. It was the one that we, we just needed to take action. And that's a really big piece of advice that I could give people. And we'll, we'll cover, I'm sure uh, more uh, in today's show about just taking action and, and making that, that first step, that first episode recording your first, um, Point of difference that you need to make in order to ta- to to create something that you you know you need to be doing or need to be making or developing, and that can relate in many walks of life, business and and also um, you know personal situations as well. So it's been an interesting time, Kofi. <laughs> I can say that for all of us, I'm sure everyone's got a story, but um, but we're still here, we're still fighting, and and still still working out exactly um, what it is where we're world-class at what you know and what we're really going to focus on this year last year was a lot of testing and now we're, we're really niching uh, down focusing down on what we are going to do for 2021 and make a real impact um, not only for us but everybody else around us as well
1: yeah so so let's still talk about your business so proud to the setup of these businesses did you try other things?
0: <laughs> the reason I laugh is because <laughs> if my if my if my mum and dad would have heard that question they would be laughing because that's I think that's from being a small child I've done the amount of things I've I've tried from all all sports you could imagine to um to hobbies to interests to traveling the world and um I, I think it's just in my blood to be trying a lot of different things and and that certainly carried forward into my business journey. I mean, my my career before going into business was mental health and and sport. So I was essentially a sports leader um, for learning adults with learning disabilities and challenging behaviours, and uh, I also coached pro uh, soccer in California, working with the MLS um, out there near San Francisco, San Jose. Um, and then I went into the crazy world of business, and I started a clothing company, and it was literally just just off the back of an opportunity and it was one of those moments um I'm, i wonder if some of your guests have, have kind of spoken in the same way that uh, it's about if you don't don't take an opportunity it's the uh, it's what you might regret later on in life and i find it very difficult to live with regrets and it's often regrets from what you don't do than regretting anything that you actually do and take on and even if you've taken something on and it hasn't worked out you can learn so much from those experiences but it's um yeah it's the things that you don't do that you kick yourself um and so i went into business and didn't have a clue what i was doing (laughs) didn't have a clue i spent a year on ebay so i learned how to ship um um, items uh, in the uk ship items internationally deal with customer complaints feedback uh, actually wrapping items themselves uh, and learning that process for a year before I went into, uh, before I gave up my career and started an online eBay shop, a clothing company, and uh, did that for eight months and then um, looked at the people around me and we started a bigger company and that turned into us having two, two physical stores and we, we ran events down in London in the capital and uh, we actually created our own brands and we wholesaled them um globally around the world. So we had other people selling other retailers selling our our garments. So that was essentially that was my introduction to business, you know, going into it and not knowing anything, uh, not knowing much about fashion, not really knowing anything about business and just learning, working seven days a week, you know, 12 to 16, 18 hours a day, earning very little money, moving back in with my parents, driving an old a small old car. You know, it's kind of classic entrepreneurial story of sacrifice and compromise in order to to really drive and and learn your craft. And I think that that's so important. You know, you can't you can only read so many books and watch so many seminars and listen to so many podcasts, but you have to take action and you have to do it. You have to put in the hard work, the literally the blood, sweat, and tears coffee that that are required from uh, business. And learning, in all honesty, those are the toughest times in business in my in my life, but definitely the most beneficial. You know, in the long run, um, you know, not earning money. It's it's like why are you why would you do it if you're not earning money? What what is the? And if you're only in it to earn money, then you'll 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 fail very early on. But if there's an inner drive and there's a passion, especially if you're you know if you're going to be in business, do something that you love. You know, because it, it it's it can be very very. Hard work and challenging, and uh, and if you're doing something that you love, there's an inner drive. There's a reason why you'll stay up till four a.m. and then uh, and go to bed for an hour or two and wake up at six and then get back at it. You know, there there needs to be a reason why, because otherwise it just sounds like lunacy, right? It sounds crazy, craziness. Why you? Why on earth you would do that? And and essentially, you know, people who aren't entrepreneurial, non-entrepreneurs wouldn't understand that um so yeah it was a, it was an interesting journey that mate and and then from that went into from what I learned with fashion I then started a a fashion marketing agency that was uh, I had a model agency underneath under that I was putting on catwalk events I was hosting so i was doing a lot of hosting work and working with stylists and working with some of some really big brands like Topshop and River Island and Ralph Lorenz and so um, you know working with a lot of a lot of big brands and retailers and it was a it was a great journey Um, but then I spotted that the the retail market was was struggling and and essentially that would impact on on budgets and fall down to my business so um, yeah essentially I, I pivoted and um, looked at what I was going to do, and then became a national marketing director. So in in a different industry in foster care, and and did that for nearly a year, before giving everything up and and moving to Turkey and resetting and literally a complete reset. You know, I ended my relationship, I sold my car, I rented my house out, um, I moved overseas, I gave up my career. I, everything uh, was was got you know from choice, and I I did a a full reset and really thought about what I wanted to do with life and um, where I wanted to be in a number of ways and and invested a lot personally in, in uh, exploring through seminars and um, educational stuff and, and just reflecting and, and then also traveling as well and uh, it was a it was an interesting time in life Kofi that so that's probably the best way I can describe that journey in 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 a shortest <laughs> the shortest way possible
1: yeah. So, so, so you, you're a man of many parts, engaging so many things. And I believe like any other thing, there's been challenges, wins, lessons. Um, what has been some of the challenges you've encountered so far on this journey? Can you share some of these challenges with us?
0: Yeah, mate, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm all about sharing anything and everything uh, if it, if it can be potential uh, benefit to, to somebody and, um, I mean, yeah, challenges, I mean, if we start from early days, it's just not really knowing what I was doing. You know, it was just a decision. And if I'm if I'm invested into something, if I'm committed, I will I will make sure it happens. It's just a matter of how long that will take rather than if it won't. So if I'm committed, I've just got this this drive. If I'm committed, I will give it my all. And I think it's that drive that got me through along with my network as well. So it's who you surround yourself with, you know, that was the the challenges were great. But um, because I had some amazing, experienced entrepreneurs and business people around me, um, I was, you know, I was very fortunate that those challenges were supported um, in a number of ways. And uh, I can't, you know, I can't thank those people enough. and, And I've been Been blessed with with support throughout throughout my business and entrepreneurial journey, and essentially that's why I'm always driven to help people in return as well because I believe it's a rite of passage that you know if if you're helped, you know you need to be giving that back um, in a number of ways as well. Um, So yeah, just all of the challenges that come with not knowing what you're going to do and yeah You can't. Any anybody that's thinking of uh, of going into business and um, and thinking they're not prepared, you know, it it's highly likely that you're never going to be fully prepared to go into business. So whether that's financially or emotionally or time, you know, you might not have enough time to go into business. You know, there's many factors, and it's highly likely that you there's going to be a number of areas that aren't right. But um, but you've got to question whether that's going to stop you forever and at some point you know it's it's about committing and just going for it and i think that kind of inner drive really helped me uh, i mean of course along the way is not making much money and a lack of cash flow and running out of money and not knowing where the next sale will come from all of that and that's as hard as that is at the time it's also necessary so anybody out there right now at which there are many people of course who are struggling um it's 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 quite it's quite tricky to to hear this but these are the times that will benefit you the most you know there's every possibility right now that these challenging times will set you up for the long for the long run in in a much better way than you could have imagined and that's difficult to hear because it must feel and it it does you know I've certainly had very difficult times during this pandemic over the course of my business journey which has been what over 11 years now and um but these times will make you, you know, if they don't break you, they will make you right. So it'll either make or break you that, that famous saying. And, um, and you've just got to take the positives out of it. And, it. and sometimes it can, it can seem like the positives aren't, aren't around. There aren't any positives to take. And that might be the case right now, but I can promise you that there will be positives to come out of this. Um, it's just when, they will they will rear their heads, you know, and um, and you've just got to remain confident that that will be the case and and although of these are difficult times, you you find out who your network is and who your support network is, and who who are those around you that will help and support. um and you need and you you need to identify those people because those people. Uh, you'll you'll need them in the future and and vice versa you'll you'll want and need to support them in return so um but other I mean it's just general business journey other challenges that you have and opportunities that come your way I mean you can either choose to focus on one single thing or as I describe it you can have a number of plates spinning and if you can spin a, a few plates Um, you can allow one or two to fall because you've got other things progressing and moving forwards and likewise if an opportunity comes your way that's really positive you also open yourself to maybe explore that opportunity and take that on board and you might replace a plate that's maybe slowing down and not being too prosperous and replace that and so it's kind of an an analogy I use that I, I think it's important to have a uh, a number of things, um, a number of things uh, happening. You, you might hear that people say, you "Make sure your revenue. You have, to, you have multiple revenue streams coming in, because if one area is struggling, you know you're not you're not fully reliant on that. And if you look at the pandemic, coffee is that's evident. I know people that had focus on just one thing, and it and it might it was successful for 12, 15 years, and the pandemic comes in, and the industry's wiped. There's no event industry, you know. There's no beauty industry. So all of a sudden their business has gone, um, a very successful one, yes, but their business has now gone. Whereas the people that I've, I've spotted that had a number of things um, that they were working on, they've focused on one or two of those areas that they're still able to work on, for example. But likewise, you know, if you if your business isn't able to run, what areas of your business are you able to focus on now you know, if you haven't, if you're, for example, if you've got a physical shop and you, you can't have customers come into your physical shop, then what do you do? Do you sit back and wait for the to be told that you can have customers, or do you invest time onto your website, onto your online sales, onto e-commerce, onto your marketing, on your social media presence, and really bring those up, uh, that you know, increase those levels of um, uh, of strength and quality? So when the doors do open, you're at a much better position to, you know, to, to increase those sales and make those sales. So, um, but yeah, I mean, other challenges along the way mate, are are, are varied, but I, I think if you can try and identify with experience, you can be better placed to identify opportunities and, and sometimes not being too precious to let something go, you know, you can have an emotional attachment over a business, which can be great, but it can also, uh, it can also provide barriers at play to, to move on forward with a new venture or 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 shift your current business in a way that is needed but with that those emotions at play you know i've seen many people not want to shift their business because they're emotionally attached with that so yeah and a number of things um uh, along the way but yeah it's kind of a lot of it's standard stuff but we we there's no greater challenging time than now i mean we had the the big um um, the the big uh, dip in two thousand and eighteen with the, in, you know, international banking and uh, the financial crisis, and here we are in 2020, 2021, you know, and everybody's facing challenges. Um, but it's it's things like this, mate, the, your podcast like this, that people are able to share stories and and value and and provide expertise and some areas of uh, of advice that that people can take on board. And I mean, essentially, that's why we do it, right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So so in talking about your challenges, you brought forth um, some lessons you've picked up, but I still want to ask, mm-hmm. um, just as you've highlighted some of these challenges, I believe there's been a lot of lessons you've picked up. Can you share some of these lessons with us?
0: So lessons, lessons I've picked up uh, along the way. Um, yeah I think when I when I think of that Kofi I think it's more to do with like mindset so I, I mean it's you might have some people that would provide lessons in terms of like very business focused but with myself it's more about mindset and uh, I think about like almost being bulletproof when you start business you you say yes to everything because you want you don't want to turn down an opportunity and that was certainly the case with myself you know I started my clothing company and I said yes to everything to any event that i could trade at to any um, event that maybe a hairdresser wanted to use my clothes on their models and you know many examples like this but after time you realize you you with experience that some of those opportunities aren't are not only benef- not beneficial to you but they just take a lot of time and resources away from what you need to be doing in the business and um and and again, it's quite a strange one because you can essentially identify that without doing it, without saying yes to everything, and then realizing actually you need to place your energy and time in in the areas that that matter. Um, but you, it's difficult to yeah, difficult to to really know what they are without actually doing so. And it's like taking action. So um, start by by opening yourself up to every opportunity, um, and that will gain you the experience uh, moving forward to be best place to identify what's great for you and your business. Um, in terms of other lessons, uh, action, as I said, is key. Um, um, and also, you know, not, not. and when I say this, it's like learning not to really care about the right things or learning not to care about the things that don't matter. Um, you know, it's, as it's, uh, I just mentioned, about having emotional attachment. And, and if you've got emotional attachment to your business, your brand, And somebody comes along and doesn't like it it doesn't mean that your brands there's anything wrong with your business or brand i mean it could do they might know what they're talking about and you should maybe have a think about that but you know what just because one one person doesn't like your brand or business doesn't mean that you're not on the right path and that they just might not be your ideal customer and that's also important to identify is to identify who your customer is so whether you're a product, um, uh, you're a, uh, your business is a product business or a service business, the same applies that you need to identify your customer. You know, is your if you're in fashion, is your customer uh, 18 to 35, for example? Is your customer male? You know, what price points? Are you selling your t-shirts for $10 or selling them for $90? And, you know, those two price points are very different when it comes to your target market. And then you're looking at, your target market with disposable income, you know, under these these times, you know, people have a lot less disposable income right now. So that will have impacted on many businesses. And you you look at the world of fashion, uh, certainly when it goes to what they were pumping out on social media, you know, fashion is a very fickle and shallow world at times. And it can all be about how much money you have and how many thousands of pounds your handbags cost for people to buy whereas you've seen a real switch in the fashion world now and, and a lot of big fashion brands are now showing they're actually giving people insight into the people behind the brand and then being at home and and real life and not this bling lifestyle because they they would alienate themselves from their clients from the rest of the world so they've had to switch and pivot for example so and there's many examples of of that around the world so um it's like yeah make sure you identify who your customer is it's, it's almost impossible to go out and try and i mean there's there's a certain area of, of selling your service and your products and 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 that process of finding who your customers are of course that real life um, practice but also do your research do your market research go out and who are your competitors who were You know, have they spent thousands upon thousands of dollars with their market research that you can look at and benefit from? You know, who do you align yourselves with as a company and a brand? Um, And by doing that, you can then look at your price points um, and essentially in the industry that you're working in, you know, your tone of voice on social media. You know, are you going to be loud? Are you going to be sensitive? Are you going to be carving? Are you looking to build a community with your brand? Is it a community-based brand? Are you going to be aligning yourself with uh, incredible individuals, rock stars, pop stars, actors? You know, all of these things. If um, there's if there's somebody that's outspoken in the world, are you aligning yourself up with those uh, with those people as a brand? and and if so then who then are your customers aligning your themselves up with you and these people so uh, certainly when it comes to market research there's a lot of a lot of lessons there and you you' almost yeah you 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 can it's impossible you, you can make some some big financial errors without without putting the time uh, and resources into to discovering who your clients are who your customer base uh, are and it's easier to do now than ever with the amount of people out everybody's offering high, high, value. You know, you've got big businesses and brands going on podcasts, you know, doing little vlogs, creating articles and telling everybody their stories and what they've done and how they've done it. So you've got an awesome opportunity as a, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a business owner now to learn from the best because everybody's sharing their story. I mean, 20, 30 years ago, it, it was not, it was not like this. You know, people were very, would be very secretive because they wouldn't want to, to give, um, value to get to give um, a, a, a potential competitor um, uh, any leverage, uh, any value that they could benefit from. And, but it's very different now, and um, and and still, some people don't understand why why entrepreneurs, business owners do that. Why they they don't understand why they open up and share value. But it, it does win the day, uh, you know, by sharing. And again, it's it's if you're marketing, you're you're generating an audience and attention. And there's no better way to generate an audience and attention by giving help, advice and value like we're doing today. So that's certainly a big, big lesson. But it's it's also something that I love to do naturally as well, is have a chat with people and help. You know, I was helped massively, which I, I touched on. So I just feel it's a rite of passage to do the same.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, then now let's talk about COVID pandemic and its effect on our activities now. Mm-hmm. um you are in business doing multiple businesses um how has it had an effect on you how has covid-19 shaped the way you run your activities
0: yes good question well before uh, i'm i'm i left the uk end of 2018 um so i was kind of ahead of the curve um in terms of working remotely and uh, digitally as a as a digital nomad you could say I came out to Turkey and then um I worked um whilst I was traveling in Thailand and Czech Republic and um uh, a, a number of places and um uh yeah and then I, I I worked remotely in Morocco for two and a half months so I was kind of already doing so um it's taken a bit a bit more getting used to with my team and, uh, and people in my network to work remotely. It's taken uh, some getting used to, um, but, but that has, uh, that has improved over time. So I was already working remotely and using zoom for years before, um, you know, the pandemic hit. So there was that, but it's been, it's been quite difficult, um, supporting my team, um, over the past year, In working remotely in having that headspace making sure their well-being is is looked after and mental health and that's been that's been a challenge you know that has been a real challenge and i found myself at the start of the pandemic you know um I, I, i i'm not anymore but i was a single guy so i had essentially more time on my hands than friends um and my network who who had kids who were married and had kids so i found myself personally trying to provide i guess as much support and happiness as as i could with as many people as i could video calls messages sharing articles of support and laughter and just trying to provide as much uh, of myself as i could to others that were in very different different situations i mean i could still go out for i could still exercise and go out for a run and get fresh air when others were locked down so I, I was very aware of that uh and and my situation so I was driven to try and help others uh, as much as possible with that so that that was that you know it's been a challenge over over the course Kofi for sure um but yeah mental health has been a real real struggle I mean you're know, turning into 2021 I made a real um a real commitment to start, you know, to, to tra- be training again, physically training. So hitting the gym a lot and running and playing football, um, you know, not drinking. So coming, you know, uh, coming off alcohol. So just to cleanse and take a breather and and hitting a really good diet and to be the best position for, for me first, so I can be, be the best version of me to everybody Around and um, and I think when you do that, the challenges at play um, can be can be met or can be overcome. Um, um, I don't sound easier, but I think there could be um, you can be better placed to to deal with the challenges. I mean, essentially, uh, there's many people out there that have struggled with whether it's been drinking or poor diet or lack of exercise and trying to juggle homeschooling and business and, and not winning on any front. I've spoken to a number of people that haven't won on any front. They've, they've not really done well at homeschooling or in their relationship or with the children and so on. And, and, and it's tough, you know, it's been very, very tough out there. And so, um, but your kind of advice with that from, from my experience and talking with a lot of people is pick, you know if you're not winning on any front is pick at least one that you can focus on and 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 thrive so you know if, if, you know, if you've got a family uh, and i know you're a family man kofi and i'm sure you can relate it's it's been challenging for yourself over time and it's just like right well um what what can you do for yourself to be best place for your family i mean how has that looked for yourself kofi i mean what what have you done to make sure that you're energized and you, you you know your your mental health and physical well-being is 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 in check in order to be energized and 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 motivated for your family how has that looked for you mate i'm curious
1: yeah so so like you pointed out it's about you focusing and thinking bits so so like you rightly pointed out there's there's homeschooling to do homeschooling comes with a lot of supervision for example because <laughs> Um, Their attention span is not like ours. So you always have to be involved in whatever they're doing. So, mm-hmm. so it calls for more planning and more evaluation and monitoring. So mm-hmm. so for me, I've told myself in everything you need to get involved because it's only by getting involved that it can be done. Yeah. Um, so, so for me, it's more of planning and getting involved. Mm-hmm. Planning and getting involved
0: and you seem you seem like a very a very positive naturally a positive a positive guy um what you know have you how how has the last 11 12 months been been for you over the time have you have you found that you've remained strong and driven and motivated throughout or has have there been times where it's not been so easy to get out of bed and 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 do what no, you no, need no. to no no
1: i wouldn't it. say it's been i've been strong throughout um there've there's been down moments Mm -hmm. um but 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 like any other thing you need to know yourself it's like you driving a car um you tell when your fuel level is high and when it's getting low so at every point in time when you realize that it's getting low then you need to go and refuel so Mm -hmm. for me it's about you gauging and realizing that no I need a lot more motivation um so Mm -hmm. um talk to someone read this book get involved in something. But for me, one other thing as I've told myself, things are changing in life. Um, The way we're doing business, we're even undertaking activities a year, two years ago has totally changed. Mm -hmm. So what are the skills that I can now acquire? Skills that will still make me more competitive. Mm-hmm. So based on that assessment, I would spend time now building myself on it. And, and I always say that this podcast has also been a blessing. Um, I've been privileged to interact with so many people from different countries, different fields of endeavor, sharing different things. And for me, it's cool. I leave every conversation empowered to do more. So, So it, it's been good for me. It's been good for me because... I've met people like you who've assisted me. I've met so many people who are sharing their stories, guiding me, teaching me new things almost every day. So it's been good. It's been good, and these are things that you you, you don't learn from school. You you don't learn from textbooks, and these are real life lessons you pick along the line. So so it's been good. It's, it's been it's been good.
0: What would you say has been the has there been anything that surprised you through your podcasting? journey so far Kofi something that, that whether that's a good good surprise or or, or or a challenge or a negative surprise have you had any surprises along the way
1: the, 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 the truth is I started this whole thing with fear um, because I wasn't too sure how I was going to be um, um, received but I've been blown by the response I must say I've been blown by the response and that is what is pushing me on to do what I'm doing you receive comments on people saying that oh yeah i love this episode i learned this from your guest etc etc and for me we are out to serve we are out to share ideas with people we are out to grow together so mm-hmm. um, if whatever you're doing is well received then you see the need to continue to give more and and i always say that we are on a journey of continuous improvement. We are still not perfect. No one is perfect. Um, so as we move on, we pick lessons, we learn, we better our steps. So it's 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 been good for me. I've really enjoyed this journey. I'm glad I finally took that step, and I know with time it's going to really get
0: better. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear, Kofi. Awesome. Well, no, good good on you for for well for. And I love that where you said about uh, it was fear. And you've you've recognised the fear, but you've uh, you've taken action anyway. And I, I was uh, I was talking to a, a colleague the other day about about relationship with fear, and that would be a huge thing. Is uh, the better relationship you have with fear. Uh, I think the better place you are not only professionally in business but also personally as well and fear if you can have a, a handle on fear it you can really use it to your advantage yeah. because everybody gets frightened you know we've got different levels of fear in very different situations and we're all different of course and what might frighten me won't frighten you and vice versa um but if you can identify that that fear um and drive through it and come out the other side it's like there's there's almost there's almost no better feeling of, of like you have talked about self-development and progression. And, you know, if you can really march forward and, and, and strive through through challenges and fear, you know, it just feels incredible. And you need to do that. I mean, if you cannot if you can't, cannot have a healthy relationship with fear, in business, then you have got a lot to worry about in itself. I mean, that should be, in a weird way, that should be that should be fearful in itself, uh, you know, because business is 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 very challenging and it comes with a lot of uh, a lot of fearful moments that you you can be out of your depth in situations that scare you often, and so the better placed you are with fear, the better relationship you have with fear, then the, the more chance you have. Of, of success to succeed along your business journey. So um and I you know it's funny as well is that you do then find whether it's you're 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 good personally with fear and then that helps professionally or if you develop a really healthy relationship with fear professionally and how that then benefits into your personal life. And I think both can benefit each other. So yeah, that's a huge, huge take on that one. So it's great to hear that you, even though you were fearful, you you took action and and positive action and and here you are you know continuing your personal development so a lot of respect for you kofi
1: thank you thank you thank you (laughs) so back to you (laughs) (laughs) i come back to that role as the host (laughs) (laughs) there we go and you you as the guest (laughs) (laughs) there we go yes what would you like to know (laughs) yeah so so you've been at this for quite some time um Mm -hmm. if you were to do this all over again what would you do different
0: (laughs) that's like a million dollar question in a way (laughs) um yeah that's a very very good question what would you do different it's a weird one kofi because i don't really live with regret i i i i I don't live with regret there's very few things if anything in life that i regret because i think you learn so much from from uh, mistakes Um, from situations of challenge and fear, as we've spoke about. So it's quite difficult to look and go back and say, I wish I would have changed. I I would change that because of course you're not able to change it. And I have a good, good relationship with that. You know, there's, you meet a lot of people that with with the with the benefit of hindsight saying, Oh, I wish I I wish I didn't do that. I wish I could change that. And they invest emotion and time in in that way of thinking. And it's wasted because you cannot change something. So it's it's it is an interesting question for me because I just don't think like that. I don't think, oh, I wish I I wish I hadn't have done that, or I wish I didn't start my eBay company because that didn't make money. But actually, without that, my next business wouldn't have happened. And if it wasn't for that next business, then you know, my next business wouldn't have happened and the journey. And it's all about the journey and and the journey is necessary for you to experience. So what would I do differently, Kofi? I think, if anything, I would have moved overseas earlier. But but I did also try in 2007. And that didn't happen for reasons out of my control. Um, my path changed. Um, I tried to move to Philippines in 2015 and that's 2015, 16. That didn't happen again outside of my control. Then tried to go to Thailand and again out of my control. And I got to 2018 and found that it was all up to me and, and it was, and it was nobody else to answer to. And so even though I wish I'd have, I'd have moved overseas sooner, you know, it wasn't for the lack of trying and it was circumstantial that that broke down. So yeah, it's it's hard to, to look back and, and say I wish I, I'd have done that differently because you're on a you're on a journey and, and the you know situations and challenges result in other things. And we very early on spoke about the, the the challenges and negative situations can result in some of the the most positive opportunities um that you, that you could ever experience. So I don't think I would really change anything. I mean, I wouldn't, but based on that, mate, I wouldn't want to repeat the first three, three and a half years of basically earning no money, living, <laughs> moving back in with my parents. I love traveling and I traveled very little because of the lack of money and how much time I needed to commit. You know, I wouldn't want to repeat that, but to say I would change it, I wouldn't because it 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 set me up. It was my education into business and and you need that. And anybody out there trying to bypass that, you're you you know you're selling yourself short. You need to put in the hard yards, the time, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the challenges, the sleepless nights, the loss of money, the not making money. Um, often, you know, is that fail often, be challenged often, be outside your comfort zone, scare yourself frequently. And so I wouldn't want to repeat that because it was very tough. It was very tough, but it's the benefit long-term. Of that, and of course, then when you start making money, I remember when I started making money and good money, and I was just like, I felt like, you know, I wasn't, but just started to make money. I f- almost felt like a millionaire. I mean, I was far from a millionaire, but but the feeling of having then having all of that hard work, and now I'm starting to make money, and people are believing in me and buying my product services, and and there's no greater feeling. And that feeling doesn't feel as good without the hard work and challenges leading up to that. And so to bypass that is almost criminal. It's almost criminal. You know, it's like you want people, you hear it a lot with parents. So you? Yeah, and, and you're a father, Kofi, and would, would and I, I've asked this question and spoken on this topic with, with a number of mates and, and business owners who are parents and, you know, parents don't want the kids to have it easy, you know, especially when you were brought up and you had challenges and those, those situations and experiences, molded you helped mold you and, and made you the man you are and you you hear a lot like that there was Cristiano Ronaldo that you know one of the world's best ever footballers and he was talking about his son and he doesn't want his son to have it easy because he doesn't want to give him an easy life he wants him to be challenged and and face fears and and difficult situations and so and that goes the same in business you know you you need to be to be challenged and fearful so yeah, man. J- don't yeah, go out and be scared and fearful. So I wouldn't change anything now. Wouldn't change anything, but I wouldn't want to repeat the, those times either, mate, in the same breath.
1: Sure, 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 sure. That's great. Um, we're just about wrapping up. Um, where do you draw your inspiration from? What motivates you to do all that you're doing? Um, because I believe you need that. Um, we all have our down moments and we have things that we look to Things that we draw strength from. Where do you draw your 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 inspiration or motivation from?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I as I said, I got ADHD, so I'm blessed with um, with a natural a high level, high natural level of energy, but that can also it can also be chaotic as well, and I've experienced that over the years. And so it's about channeling that that correctly. And and if I'm if I channel that correctly, I can I can literally perform in the top one percent, um, which. And I've, I've experienced that often and felt that, and it it can be amazing. But on the flip side of that, you know, if I'm doing a mundane repetitive task, you know, that somebody, you know, somebody normal doing a repetitive task can just do that and do it easily and, and they won't struggle and be okay. It's like torture for me, mate. So, um, although it's a blessing to have this hyper energy, it can also be a real challenge, but the, a real big driver for me is just success. And, that, and success is also equates to happiness for me. Um, and as long as I'm, I'm happy often um, and, and, and able to then project that happiness and success onto others to benefit others, then that's a real driver for me. I mean, if I'm in a good place, um, if I'm in a good place, then... Uh, I, I ensure that others benefit from that as as best as possible, and so that's a real driver for me. I mean, I hate bringing people down, and we you you you, you know you you I'm sure people know of many people who just have this natural ability to bring people down with their negative attitudes and, and feelings, and. I'm quite the opposite really. Um and so yeah the 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 drive the motivation is is success and it's not money. It's money equals opportunity and freedom of course and we all need we all need a certain amount of that. But for me it's lifestyle, living in the sunshine, eating healthy. Um having the ability to, the flexibility to, under normal circumstances, to travel, to visit new places and and visit friends around the world. And so that's really my, my motivation and driver. So if I'm working on business and that that provides the opportunities that are important to me, um, then, then, yeah, I would suggest that's that's my biggest driver really, and success and and success equating to to happiness, really. So um yeah, an opportunity mate. so that that's that's what I would suggest is is my biggest driver.
1: Thank you so much. um it's been amazing time conversing with you. um what be your last words or pieces or advice for my audience as we wrap up?
0: Easy one, mate. It's a really easy one. He's, uh, and I, you know, I'm sure listeners can, uh, can appreciate that. I like, I like a good chat and I can talk, <laughs> but, um, but the, the, the last one to wrap up is to take action, you know, take action. And, um, if you don't know what action to take, don't sit back and wait for the right opportunity to come along because the chances of you identifying that right opportunity as it being the right opportunity to take are very little, and it'll probably pass you by anyway. So take action, take action, and uh, and even if it's the wrong path to go down, take it because the opportunity that can that can come along from a, a journey, a road that you take, um, can be incredible, and you can often find yourself in some amazing situations. You can find yourself in in some very challenging ones, of course. But we've talked about, we've spoken about. How challenging situations can result in in really positive opportunities, but just take action. You know, it, there's a lot of people out there and have been over the past year, especially, wondering what to do. What should I do? How should I do it? I don't really know. I'm lost. Well, just do something. If that means volunteering at an animal shelter. Go and volunteer to, to then have a purpose, a reason to get out of bed, a reason to go do something and engage with people. I mean, I, I was I was, for example, I was volunteering myself at an animal shelter when I was in my reflection period and I'd given everything up and I'd be walking the the dogs for three and a half, four hours. But at the ta- at that time, I was listening to podcasts. So I was learning and I was reflecting and that really set up my day. So I was energized. I would then head back to my, my desk and I would be focused and energized for the day ahead. So take action, whatever whatever it looks like, take some sort of action, some form of action. Don't sit back and wait for the right opportunity to come along because it will often pass you by and you won't realize it was the right opportunity. So take action. And look, look like you have, Kofi, there's no greater example. You spoke about being fearful, but you took action on your podcast. And if it wasn't for that, you and I wouldn't be... Uh, chatting today and we wouldn't have uh, connected on a number of times that we have before today's episode so there's no greater example than yourself mate so take action people out there and also if you know get, get your your, the, your listeners your viewers to to drop good examples of their action you know I would I would encourage them to engage with you and, and give provide good good examples of taking action because those good examples putting them out there will benefit others and also by people putting the, the, their, uh, their examples, their positive examples of taking action can be good for themselves as well by documenting it and putting it out into the public domain. So yeah, positivity breeds positivity, Kofi, and, uh, and action is key. So I will leave, leave you and, and your viewers and your audience on that one today.
1: Thank you so much, James. And it said a journey of a thousand miles begins with a step. So take action.
0: Take <laughs> Absolutely. action. Absolutely.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much, James, for sharing your rich journey and experiences with us today on the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. Um, Listeners, as you can see, we are taking action. So you've been used to having just the audio version of our shows. But going forward, we are going to introduce videos. So we're going to have a good blend of the two. We're taking action. We're really taking action. It's been an amazing time sharing these words of experience and of encouragement with you all. We'll come your way with another exciting episode of this show. As always, we are not in normal times, so let's all continue to keep safe and also continue to keep hope alive. Take care and stay blessed. Thanks, Kofi. Yes.